What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Eastern Current. Got some good buddies on here tonight, some different guests. I was lucky enough to be on their podcast uh, the other night, well, the other afternoon, and we had a great conversation about social media and content and how that affects fishing. A little bit, we could get into the hunting side of it too, but we're just going to talk about the fishing, obviously, here on this podcast. Um, But, you know, in in a negative way and a positive way. And so I kind of wanted to continue that conversation. Um, I wanted to introduce y'all to to one of the guys you all have not seen on the show before and tell y'all about his podcast and about his YouTube channel. Um, and so I'm going to introduce them here in just a second. But I think we're just going to have a great conversation tonight. Uh, so I'm going to just go ahead and and bring my boy. Oh, before, before well, I'm just going to go ahead and bring my, my boys on here. We'll see what's going on. What's up, guys? <laughs> oh. What's up? Look at that hat, dude. <laughs> Those sunglasses. I'm happy to be here, but I can see your whole room now that I'm looking in your sunglasses. Like a whole panoramic. Yeah, it's a panoramic. It's pretty awesome. What's up, dudes? Oh, nothing much. How are y'all doing? Doing great, man. Thanks for having us again. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's uh I think that's gonna be a fun thing, you know, when when I was on the podcast with y'all at, at, at uh Lex's house. Just you know, there's there's a few of us that are creating content here in North Carolina and uh, or the Wilmington area, and it's going to be fun to kind of work together and, and do some podcasts together and do some videos together. So I'm excited to, to kind of you know introduce that, announce that on here that we'll hopefully be doing a lot more stuff together. Um, and, and you know, excited to have you all on here. Man, I'm excited to be here. I love this podcast, man. Thank it's you. one of my favorite fishing podcasts to listen to. But it, you want me to tell you something? It messes me up at work. <laughs> because when I'm at work and I listen to this podcast, the last place I want to be is at work. <laughs> uh, well, you just, you need to just listen to it when you're on the way to the boat ramp or something like that. So yeah, don't mess really, it up too much. I do. I listen to it on the way to the boat ramp too <laughs> to hype me. That and Little John and the East Side Boys. There you go. I can't believe I'm in the same sentence. You know, that's that's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, how, how's uh, how was your weekend, Eric? That's good, man. Did you get out and do any fishing? Time. No, I haven't been able to, to fish much lately. I've I've had three properties under contract at once. They're all closing this week. Oh. So once I get through this week, I'll be able to get back out on the water. Heck yeah. That, well, yeah, that sounds like a fun week to get through. This should be a paycheck at the yeah, end of it. That's true. <laughs> it's the best reason to not be fishing. So. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, congrats. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, guys, y'all have heard me talk about Eric on a lot of the podcasts recently. Um, he's a, a real estate agent, great guy in town. Um, to connect with if you're wanting to buy, sell, you know, any of that land, commercial property. You do commercial property, right? Uh, I always yet. say that. I have, I okay, have okay, okay. Deal, cool, cool, cool. Normally it's more residential and, and land. A little residential land, cool. So mm-hmm. I'll have all his stuff linked below. Um, Lex, tell people what you do, and, and, and as well as Eric's YouTube channel, which is great fishing content. Um, there's not much other than Lex, myself, Eric, and Elias as far as like, you know, fishing content in North Carolina. There's, there's other, I'm sure there's a bunch of other channels. I'm not trying to downplay anybody that's creating content out there, but as far as I can tell is on a decently regular basis, there's, there's really not too many. Other, is there anyone else y'all can think of out there? Do we need to uh, shout out to North Carolina? Jamie, Jamie Haggerty. Yeah. Jamie Haggerty. That's right. I don't know where he's out of the, Raleigh. I think he's in Wilmington. Okay. He's got the aluminum bass boat. Yeah. And he's, he's got like some sick B roll video. Like he's got a lot of cool B roll and stuff. Good editor. The, so. Another good one is uh, Halty Salty. Halty Salty. Okay, sweet. Yeah, he. Um, I think he's up towards the Pamlico area. I like that name, Halty Salty. Yeah. Like hot, like uh, hot, is it like H A W T? Like he's a hottie. 
H A L T Y. I was literally picturing hottie soddy. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Our boy Seventh Evan that we saw, he's Wilmington, right? Oh, he is Wilmington. Yep. Cool. Heck yeah. See, yeah, I, I'm so week. out of it, man. And he uh, he's, he he caught fishes the other night. Yeah, he does a great he he does great stuff too. That's sweet. That's super cool. Really good guy. Heck yeah. But, Wilmington, uh, North Carolina. Yeah. But who cares about anyone other than y'all tonight? Because that's who we have on here. So um, we heard Eric's story, how he got into fishing, and kind of how it's 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 led him through his life to where he is today. I want to hear a little bit before we get too deep into this about Lex and and kind of your story. Tell us who you are, what you do, what makes you tick, what makes you pissed off. Ready? Go. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> fishing. So I started fishing when I was a little kid at my grandpa's pond. He had a, a Decent sized pond behind his house that had bass, nice bass in there. Back when I was little, there was bigger bass. Now there's they're not as big. Uh, my dad would take me back there, and I would throw zebcos and crankbaits. So I would just reel in a crankbait, and I would catch probably ten or fifteen bass every time we would go out. And I mean, it was it was a great. It's just a great little pond. Yeah. So that's how I started fishing, and uh, I got. I wasn't really into fishing other than when I was a little kid, and then I got really into sports, and as I was growing up, I started hanging with the wrong crowd and started getting into trouble a lot, and uh, I moved to Wilmington when I was 21, so got into some trouble with the law, unfortunately, and then moved down here and started just hanging out with better people. I realized that I couldn't be hanging around such a bad crowd and they were influencing me. And when I moved down here, it just, uh, I, I just turned my whole life around, man. That's turned awesome. my whole life around. Yeah. And, and one of my boys was like, Hey, you ever been, uh, I'd never been saltwater fishing before in my life. And, uh, it was probably eight years ago. My boy said, Hey, you want to go flounder fishing? I was like, yeah, I mean, I'll go with you. And we sat in snow's cut and right on the bank right there. And we were flounder fishing uh, we didn't catch anything that night, and he's like, you want to go to the pier? And I was like, yeah, I'll go to the pier with you. And uh, the first flounder I ever caught, I think it was about uh, 20 inches, caught like a 20-inch flounder, and then he caught a 23-inch trout right after that. And I remember we were using like three-way swivels, weights, like trying to keep the bait up, and it was just, it was crazy because I'd never done any like live bait fishing before. I'd always use artificial for the bass when I was a little kid. But, uh, yeah, my boy Johnny, shout out to Johnny, man. My boy Johnny put me on, and uh, and, uh, and I was just hooked, man. That's After awesome. That started, I started uh, doing walk. I started walk gigging. So me and my other buddy, I was like, I was kind of wondering about the whole gigging thing. I'm like, do you have to have a boat? And he was like, no, you don't have to have a boat. So we got one of those underwater PVC lights. Yeah. And the first night we went out, we got five of them, and they were all good fish. And I was like, I'm – like I'm done. Like this is it for <laughs> me. Awesome. This is what I want to do. Like walking through the marsh, seeing stingrays underneath the light. We saw a sea turtle. I remember we saw a sea turtle probably about that big. It swam right up to the light, and I, I it's just amazing to me like how much I didn't know was out there. Like I had no clue that this all this was just right here for us. Like this amazing ecosystem of all kinds of different animals. And yeah, dude, I was hooked, and and I got a um, I got a fourteen foot John boat, so I bought a fourteen foot John boat because we were kayak duck hunting, and my kayak had a hole in it, and I was like, dude, I'm just gonna buy a John boat, so I bought a uh, 
my buddy had a John boat. It wouldn't go in reverse or neutral. It would only go forward. <laughs> so, so he's like, I don't know what's wrong with it, man. You can have it for 700 bucks. I'm like, cool. It had a Tahatsu 25 on it. It was a 14-foot Alumacraft side console. And I said, cool, I'm coming to pick it up right now. I pick it up. I take it over to the uh, mechanic. He said, he looked at it, called me back the next day. He said, you're missing a $2 piece that goes in the lower unit. It was a $2 little BB ball. And if that ball wasn't in there to roll up and down the gear, it would just stay in, in gear. So it ended up costing me about 150 bucks. And so I had the John boat. And that's how I learned the waterway. Yeah. I hit some fisher beds. My old lady hit a sandbar going about 30. That thing would go about 30, dude. So she hit a sandbar. <laughs> a little tiller drive? No, no, it was a it had I had a, little console. had a steering wheel and everything. Yeah. So hit a bunch of sandbars, hit a bunch of oyster beds in that thing, and that's how I learned the waterway. And then that's that's kind of my story up until the last couple of years. But yeah, man, I, I that's why when you guys were talking about social media help people get, you know, to do something positive like fishing. Like that hit me. Like that hit me in my heart, man, because that's what that's what fishing did for me. Like I didn't learn it through social media, but like somebody taking their time out to teach me flounder fishing changed probably definitely changed my whole life, dude. For sure. I mean, I think it's just it's it's cool to hear those stories, um, like like the one you just shared. It's just really neat to see how it can be such a great influence on on somebody's life and a great outlet you know so many people just need an outlet something to spend time on especially kids nowadays man yeah i just you know i just want more kids to be outside and enjoying the outdoors but tell me this eric how did y'all how did you and lex get to know each other how did this relationship begin and how did y'all you know fall in love and and grow to where y'all are today (laughs) man uh it's, it's funny because on our last podcast you made the joke about the atlantic bonita and oh, yeah. uh, it, it was actually on the Liberty ship. That's and, so romantic uh, right there. Yeah. <laughs> on the Liberty ship. So I'm out there. Um, two years ago, pink was the color for me. And then last year, which was when I met Lex. Any specific jig in pink? Uh, I like the jig fish. Okay, gotcha. Sweet. It's the one ounce, you can buy them at Walmart for $4, Texas yeah. Tackle, anywhere. Um, but... The, the pink wasn't working and Lex was out there on, on one side. I was on the other. We were fishing. Every time I look up, he's got one on. He's got one on. And I'm like, it's, it was burning me up. <laughs> so I yell out, hey, man, what, what color are you using? And he said, green, bro. <laughs> and, uh, and at that point, I knew, like, if he was willing to share, what, you know, what jig he was using and what color, then uh, he must be a good guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> That's at that awesome. point, um, we were both pretty new to recording. And uh, were y'all you know, recording we just, that day? Were y'all doing videos that day? Both y'all yeah, were cool. Yeah, yeah. I um, I, th- I think I was like uh, six months, eight months in at that point, yeah. but still very new to it. But um, at that point, we we talked, and then I saw him again, and we just, I don't know, we just became friends. So that's cool. I guess you could say that the social media brought us together on definitely because we had a lot in common. Tell or it could have been that y'all were both wearing the GoPro training bras out there and y'all like kind of had this bonding moment. I always I call it my training bra. Head, I'm pretty sure. I'm you what? Sure oh, you had yours in your head? Yeah. The, I, I can't tell you why I liked Eric from that moment. Oh, for you sure. Tell you why I fell in love with Eric at the Liberty ship. I, yeah, I was. I would love to know that story. All right. So, yeah, he asked what color were we using and I, I don't, I, I know I said green, bruh, or something. I know green, I said bro. something. <laughs> yeah. So, he he was and then you started catching them right Eric yeah yeah okay so Eric started catching them and then 
I was like, I was talking to my boy Ed that I was fishing with, and I, he was like, hey, I know that guy. I've seen his videos before. He has a dog on his boat. And I was like, oh, yeah, he does videos too? And uh, he was like, yeah. And so I turn around. I'm pretty sure it was the same day. I turn around, and I look for you after you had caught a few fish, and you were sending it. I could barely see your boat. And I was like, that's the SS send it right there. So <laughs> I seen him just booking it in his boat, like, I mean, going towards the horizon. And I'm like, I like that guy right there. That's awesome. That boat, I remember before I knew that was you on that boat, Eric, we were on a podcast and you reached out. We're like, we the Bonita fishing, man. We were, I think we were talking about how there's just all kinds of boats out there. And then there was one day that we look at, I, I remember looking to my left and you're just, I mean, it's like three foot slop out there. And he's just out yeah. there just freaking catching them, dude. Y'all were slaying them that day too out of that little boat. We, we, yeah, me, and that was, that was before I was recording. Oh, that was before you were recording? Heck yeah. yeah I, so that was two years ago when that happened. And we smoked them that day. But man, the wind picked up on us. And, you know, once you're out there and it picks up, you, you're kind of screwed if you don't oh, yeah. pay attention to it. So like we were fishing and fishing and like I'm constantly, I got that anxiety of like, all right, it's getting close to where I need to go. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, a wave comes over the front of the boat and, like, washes all the way to the back. I'm like, we got to go. So <laughs> yeah. we dropped everything and went in right then. It's crazy how but, the Liberty ship can feel so close to Brightsville Beach, and it can also feel so far away from Brightsville Beach yeah. at yeah. times. Yeah, that's a long ride in. That's crazy. That That's cool. <laughs> green, bro. You need yeah. to get stickers made with just a just a green like yeah. a jig that just says green, bro. Yeah, that would be awesome. I throw those hoagie jigs. Y'all like those yeah. hoagie jigs? Which which hoagie jig do you like to throw? I don't. I think it's uh It's not 20, the epoxy jig, probably, right? It's a twenty-two gram jig. I'm okay. pretty sure. Metal jig. It's a metal okay. jig. Yeah. 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 I, I've I've played around with a lot. It depends. I I have this conversation. I have this conversation on like an albacore podcast. But if I'm jigging, I like like a flat sided jig. I feel like you get that more kind of dart. But if I'm like albacore fishing and like throwing it and reeling it really fast, I like that kind of like bullet tapered shape where it's not going to like skip out and whatnot it kind of just darts right through the water um but like i always i think i always throw the big nicks just because i go grab a big handful of an intercoastal angler but there's yeah, no bad there's no bad yeah thing. i think i think when the fish are hitting man like you just got to be there yeah just throw what you can and if you don't get hit like immediately just keep switching colors until you find what's working it is, it is crazy how they can definitely be on a color Oh yeah, they could definitely yeah. be on a color. It's uh, this is uh, this is getting me excited. When 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 are what do they usually show up? I feel like I should know the answer to that. What is it? March? Yeah, late, late March, early late March, April. Early April. Okay, sweet, cool. So yeah. we don't have that too long to go. Um, yeah, we get like a month, a solid month of them being around. Yeah, yeah, they're fun. Uh, hopefully, we'll get some spring albies this year too, which which is always a nice little plus. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Especially guiding, man. It is an it is so when people are like stoked to catch albies and. You get fish blowing up on the surface and drag pulling, and it's it yeah it's 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 not a ton of work, which is not what it's about, but it's just a fun fish to go go chase and and kind of easy ace in the in the hole there. But um, well, cool. Well, let, let's talk a little. You, Do what? That's kind of how I met you out there, uh, Alby fishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first time I ever saw you out there, and I said something to you about uh. About, I was like, hey man, I just caught my first Albie. I was like, it's because you, you had clients on your boat. And I was like, it's because I listened to your podcast. And you said, look at me out here creating competition for myself. <laughs> I said, all right, I like this dude. He likes to talk a little bit of trash. I like it. I can be a little mean on the water sometimes. It's, I like I, it. I don't, bro. I don't, I don't like it. it. I don't like it. <laughs> but it, uh, it's, it's, it's always me. just, you know, a little me. bit of, it's, it's a little bit of, you know, 
I don't know. I don't know. I can be a well, jerk that, sometimes. That's one of the fisheries that can sustain it. It can definitely you sustain know, as long it. as you're not like running over top of the schools. Like three or four boats can fish the same pod. For sure. And leave it to me to be the one that's like on a podcast, Albacore here. Make sure you don't run schools over, run up on them too hard. And I'm like trying to cut people off and get in there first <laughs> sometimes. But that's a, that's like half the fun sometimes of Albie fishing. Of like, you, there's like four or five boats around you, and you see like a school pop up at like 12, and you're like looking beside you, like, is anybody else see that school? And then you floor yeah. it, and you're trying to get over there. You look behind you, all the other boats are coming in too. That's almost half the fun for me. It's like racing yeah. around other boats. That, other. that is, that is like one of the, the most chase, fun man. The chase, the chase yeah. is fun. So, uh, from the, we, we talked about your channel too, Eric, last time, but, but both, I want to hear kind of both y'all's story is to, what or what your channels kind of become now to y'all and kind of what y'all hope to see out of content creation like what is the end goal you know or is it an ever-changing goal what, what what's kind of the long term of of your video content creation uh well for me it, it's the goal from the start was community building yeah i'm not from here so for me to move to this area and try to pick up the fishery like that's been what I've kind of started the channel as like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to record. I'm going to learn the fishery. I'm going to learn about the editing side of things, um, applying it in a way that helps me meet people. That's been my goal from the start. Yeah. I've never wanted to make a dime from YouTube. Like that was, uh, that was never the goal. Yeah. How much, how much do you think we combined us three make from YouTube a year? Like maybe 800 bucks, <laughs> zero dollars. Yeah, I'm, I'm about a dollar a day, a dollar so. a day. Hey, that's yeah. what—that's like a McDonald's French fry, small French fry. Yeah, day. yeah. And, and if you factor in the hours that we put in out there, <laughs> it's crazy. Ten out of ten don't recommend you trying to get rich from YouTube. No. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, and, and it's funny that we say that because I was actually talking to a guy the other day. He was like, "I'm thinking about starting to record videos," and I'm like, "Man, if if you're doing it because you want to and enjoy it, that's that's a, should be the only reason. If you're For doing sure. it to try to make money, it it's too late. I think. Yeah, definitely. So. Unless you can, I mean, I think if you fished in the outfit you're in every single day, Lex, <laughs> you could grow a channel pretty big. I mean, I, I don't know. I, it, you got to find that niche, man. The cowboy saltwater inshore angler. <laughs> um, no, no fishing pole. I just lasso fish. I lasso false out before out there. <laughs> that would definitely be a viral video if you did that. For sure. I, I kind of feel the same way as Eric about. Um, I kind of started filming videos so I could watch them back because I'm so dumb. I go I go straight dumb out there. Like, when the fish starts to bite, I'm like, what was I even doing? Like, when I get the fish in the boat, I'm like, woo, woo. And I'm like, what was I even doing to catch that fish? So, like, I started to record so I could go back and kind of see. Because when you're fishing, for me, like, it could be the smallest thing that could be the difference between getting the bite and not getting the bite sometimes. Yeah. And, like. I'm just out there. I'm having so much fun. I'm not paying attention, and like I'll end up catching a fish, and I'm like, "What? What was I even doing?" So I could go back and look at my footage, and then I saw Elias's videos, and I'm like, "Okay, well, he kind of posts stuff up so other people can learn," and I learned a lot from him from watching his videos actually, and uh, I was like, "Okay, well, maybe I should just post some of these videos." I I'd already been on YouTube doing my podcast, which I just you know on my podcast it's not just fishing, it's you know, I have my friends on, I have comedians on. Anybody who I think is great at what they do or is 
giving it everything they have to be great at what they do. That's why that's the type of people I want on my podcast. And I already had a YouTube channel with that on. And I'm like, well, I'll just add some fishing in here and see what people think. And I got really good feedback from it. That's awesome. My, my first few videos were straight up bunk garbage. Like I'm not like I'm not even like talking to the viewer. That's a big part of it. Is like Eric does really well at describing his emotions while he's fishing, and For people sure. want to know. Yeah, they want to know what you're feeling like what's going through your mind like why are you changing up baits why are you doing this why are you doing that how fast are you working a bait um what type of fish are you going out targeting and like did it work out for you did it not work out for you you know like what's your bycatch like people want to see they want to see some things that you might not think about at first when you start filming a video so and i and i'm still trying to work on elias is very good at it eric's very good at it i'm trying to work on like what's going through my head because i do stand-up comedy so also so like i try to incorporate my humor into it i try to incorporate like little jokes into it i try to do a funny intro you know i got i have like an alter ego out there a little bit so i kind of try to play <laughs> off an alter ego a little bit like I, I just like to have fun out there man like i don't make any money off of youtube and uh, I mean, eventually I'll probably make a few bucks off of it, but I have made some awesome uh, contacts from doing videos and like met you guys. Um, I've, I've talked to uh, owners of companies and they've sent me free stuff because they just like my video, they like my sense of humor, they like my videos. So I think it's a good way for me to get comfortable in front of a camera also because I'm usually in front of a live audience when I do stand up. So it's. Oh, that makes I me can, so nervous. I could never do that. The latter, dude, it's nerve wracking, man. But like, I feel like the camera, being in front of a camera, kind of gets you ready to be in front of a an audience somewhat. I, I don't know, it gets you a little more comfortable. It takes a very audience. similar mindset, I guess, to do to do. It takes the a very other. similar mindset. Sure. So I, I did it so I, I could look back and see what I because I'll be blacking out, shooting ducks, like not even knowing what just happened. You know right, what I mean? I'm right. Right. Like, able to look back and see what was I actually doing right, what was I doing wrong? For yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah, I think I think that's cool with being able, and that reminds me, I had this uh, this guy I hunted with a couple times this year. Uh, I'll give him a plug real quick too because he's super cool. But it's it's oh gosh, I can't remember what it is. I'm gonna look it up while I'm talking. Um, he up on hunts up in hide every pretty much you know the northern from Newburn north on the coast line. He does a bunch of woodcock hunting, um, quail hunting. He's got a really cool dog and he's got a channel. It's called. Um, it's it's fish fish to film, I think. Yeah, fish to film, and he his videos are um, not not a ton of talking to the camera and stuff, but just some really cool. He carries a three D camera so that he can have everything around him, and um, and the reason he told me he started. I'm struggling about words right now, so bad. The reason he told me he started creating. Uh, content is for a son that he's got now his son's two years old and he wants to have this journal of videos and and stuff that his son can look back at and he hopes that his son will be in them with him hunting one day but just like this whole journal of like this was my hunting experience for the past two three four fifteen years you know you can look back and watch different clips and that i think that's going to be pretty cool for us as well like we might not even think about that now but in 15 years to look back at if youtube's still even a thing or if they haven't kicked all of the the fishing and hunting creators off of it, um, 
it, it'll be pretty cool to look back and just see, be reminded of those trips. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that day. You know, I, I think that'll be pretty cool. Be able to show our kids, show family. So yeah, it's that's a cool aspect of it. You bring that up because I did a video. It took me so long to do this video, but I took the top ten moments of last year, and Eric is on it, catching a huge amberjack on on a on a Z-man uh, paddle tail. That's awesome. Yeah, so, but number one was my kid catching a six and a half pound Atlantic Bonito on a five foot five Berkeley rod and a one thousand Iowa spinner. That's awesome. I bet that thing was getting smoked. Dude, it was ten pound braid. It was fifteen pound fluoro, and it was on his first cast, dude. And it took him five and a half minutes to get it in. And it was when we made that video. I was like, all right, this is awesome. Like he can look back at that when he gets older, and I'm gonna be like, dude, you were three. I think he was three and a half, or he was he was almost four. Like, dude, you're you're four years old catching a six and a half pound fish in the ocean with a spinning rod. Like, yeah. we're in the ocean, and it's cho- it was choppy that day. I probably shouldn't have took him out there, but <laughs> he, he was being a champ, dude. We filled the cooler up, and he all before he went to school it was like an hour of fishing. And I took him to school after. I'm like, this kid is awesome, dude. That's so cool, man. <laughs> That's the dream. I cannot wait to start doing stuff like that with my son. Oh yeah, you're kidding. And, me, and having them into it, wanting to like talk to the camera and stuff, just for the simple fact of not even for YouTube, but just to—I mean, they'll put it on YouTube, but just to have that to look back at those memories, man, just just so, excuse me, so cool. Yeah, yeah. So so cool. So we're talking, we're hitting. So I, I, what are some of the good points that we brought up on y'all's podcast? Because I just wanted to share that, or, or maybe something that stood out from y'all when we did the podcast together. Because we were talking about kind of the the balance of good and evil between social media and, and fishing. What was, what, what's one of the, we've talked about some of the highs, which is, uh, I feel like more highs than lows, more goods than bads, but what are some of the, maybe the negatives that we need to keep, keep our, you know, our fit, not our finger on, but just keep an eye out for to really try to be careful um, and be good stewards of our resources. Any, any, anything that comes to mind for the one of you? Eric, you want to go first? Yeah. Uh, the, the big thing that, you know, we struggle with, and I can speak for everybody who records, is, is just the spot burning in general. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the stuff that we fish is easily recognizable. So, unfortunately, for the people that have done this before us that, you know, don't necessarily have access to the same tools that we do now, they're the ones that kind of get shafted when we burn a spot that they may already fish consistently. And all it takes is just a flash of a camera, and that's a major mistake by including either docks or houses nearby, or you see a tower in the background. There's a lot of easy ways to kind of ruin a spot. For sure. Yeah, I think that's, that, that's one of the – that's a tough one because it's like you want to share. You want to be helpful. You want to help people know where to fish. But I think that's when we hit on the points of like, just because it's maybe – and, and this is for anyone on Instagram posting like an Instagram story or anything too. It's like just because it's a spot that you've learned and that you've you know, spent time and figured out yourself, you've got to think if you're giving that spot up too, it's something someone else has probably worked and found. And you know, it, it's it's not just just your your spot to give up. And, and that's, it's such a tough conversation and thought process and battle between the whole thing. But I definitely think it's something to think about. Um, and even more so than spots too, it's like you think about the the conservation side of things and killing fish. Like there, there's that whole other thought of like during trout season, like I, I feel like I need to post a, a picture of 
a limit of dead speckled trout like every guide trip because people want to see that I'm catching a bunch of trout, you know, and there's no way of proving that I caught a limit unless I got a dead limit laying in front of my clients. Um, but, but that, that like that push and that, that feeling of like, Oh, I've got to do this. Cause it, you know, it's, this is, I got to show my worth, um, that, that pressure that social media really puts on you in that, in that facet. Do y'all feel that pressure too? I mean, I know y'all don't guide, but from a social media sense, do you, have you felt that kind of weight of like, Oh, I need to prove myself through social media. Cause I definitely do. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I feel the same way. And for me, a big negative and it's going to sound bad, but it's the truth is like when I'm working on a video that I'm not even going to make money off of, and it's taking up a lot of my time, I could be sitting there doing that. And my kids tugging on my leg, want me to go do something. Right. I'm taking time away from them to, to do something I like, but it's also, it's not really benefiting them, you know? Right, and right. You have a family, it's important to think about everybody. For in sure. The family, you know what I mean? So for me, a negative is like, okay, I didn't catch a fish today, so I got to go back tomorrow. And then if I don't catch a fish that day, I, and it, it can make my life unmanageable. I'll push off like personal responsibility. Like, oh, I need to go get this notarized or I need to go to the bank and do this or I need to do this and it's pushed like I'll push off my personal responsibility to do something that's fun it's more it's a hobby yeah you know what I mean yeah so it I'm trying to like balance is very hard for me like I'm kind of like an all or nothing type of person so like I try to you know keep the selfishness in check because it's like okay I'm a grown man I have a family so I need to find some balance here where I'm not out there all the time. You know, I, does that make sense at all? Oh, most definitely, man. I, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I hate to even say that, but it's the truth, man. No, I, and I think that's cool. And that's what I like to, to do on this podcast is talk about like the kind of the real balance of fishing. And uh, that's always something that, that, that I struggle with too is like I want to be a good husband and a good father, but I also want to go scout and, and – any like any free moment I've got, I want to be fishing and hunting. But then I also want to be hanging out with my wife and son. I also want to be creating a video. It's like there's just life's short, and so you got to make time for what's important for you. But you've also got to you know, and that, that's one of the whole things with social media too. Is like I found myself even with Instagram sitting at the house scrolling through Instagram at night. Like I finally got an hour or two to hang out with my wife and son, and I was sitting there looking at Instagram, looking at other people, what they caught that day, who was fishing. Oh crap, this guy outfished me. I outfished this guy. Heck yeah, I'm better than this guy. This guy's worse than I am. I have more clients than this guy. This guy's got more clients than me. Like, and I'm like, why don't I just freaking hang out with my family? Like, two people that you know. It's so that that's the one of the big drawbacks and negatives for me is comparison. You know, on on social media. It, it, it the the content taking away from my family um but at the same time it can be such a good outlet you know to get people into the outdoors it's not it's, it's not a bad thing it's just got to have its place and its balance so um it's just something good to remember and and for me it's like oh i'm so good at like justifying it being like oh it helps me you know i gotta go film today because it helps me book trips and you know, but that doesn't mean that it's maybe the best thing to be doing that day. I don't know. That's kind of balance is hard. It's like a unicorn, man. Yeah, it's like hard to find that balance sometimes. And you guys are grown men. You both have jobs and you're adults, so it's like trying not to neglect the things that you don't need to neglect. Right. 
It's tough. It's tough yeah. to accept failure and be like, all right, I didn't catch any fish this week. It is what it is. Let's move on. You know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And that, Eric, you yeah, there, there's – you? What you say? You've been skunked once or twice, hadn't you? And I've been skunked like okay. five times in a row. But Dang, dude. Yeah, I've like piggybacking off of what y'all just said, like I legit will feel guilty if I fish two, three days and don't do anything. And then like I'm looking at like my workload that my phone's been going off for two hours. I'm out there fishing. It's like it, it, it almost creates that sense of pressure because of the comparison. Right, right. Because if it wasn't for other people posting it, you wouldn't feel it. For sure. So, I definitely agree with y'all on that. It's very, it's very true, man. It's it's a crazy like if I ca- if you catch a, a good fish and, and I, here's a challenge for everyone out there. Try to try to go fishing. Try to try to one day a month have a great day of fishing, and never post anything about it. Just let it, just be in your memory bank. I feel like maybe that's maybe it doesn't won't do anything, but it could be good for you know. The whole reason behind fishing. I don't know. Maybe not. That's the day I'll catch the daggone seventy pound cobia, but I like it. You, I think I'm. A, you have to decide before you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you run your camera stuff no matter what. So when you just decide on one of the bad days, <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to post anything. Um, no, that, but I think it's it, I, it. There's something like there's something so cool to me though. Like, don't get me wrong. I love creating videos. I love doing content. But when I see like you know an old timer or maybe not even an old timer, just a dude who freaking catches a bunch of fish and goes out there and, and like he hasn't posted anything in like four months, but I know he just smoked the trout and caught like a massive red on the jetty. And he does nothing goes up on Instagram or YouTube or anything like that. Like my buddy, Ben Chesney's like that. Ben Chesney, Johnny Ben Chesney from the tackle shop, intercoast wrangler smokes the fish, catches a ton of fish, never posts anything. And He'll post a picture every once in a while, but I'm like, golly, that's and he's not a guide. He's not he's not creating content. There's nothing behind it, but I think that mindset of he has he's in a good place. I'm not I'm, I'm Ben Ben will never listen to this, but um, I don't think that it doesn't mean you don't struggle with those same thoughts and being you know competitive competitive as a dude that likes to fish. Um, but it would definitely help me. So I don't know. It's the it's the I feel like everyone in every facet of social media and content, like whether fishing, hunting, makeup tutorials, dang, you know, how to videos, like everyone compares and, and does all that you know, has the same battle that we have in the fishing world. But there's there's like a there's a you can have a healthy competition and there's a thin line where it's like, Okay, this can cross over to it actually affecting my mood and the rest of my day. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think you know, we all kind of like competition. I think you guys are the same way. But I think there's a there's a th- there's a is it thin line to walk? There's a tight rope to walk there. Yeah. You know, a thin tight rope. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and the, dangerous to say that. Say you're comparing yourself and you've had a few bad days. Well, you go out there and you smoke them, and then you make your video and you post on social media. The the fish are the ones that suffer in that situation. Yeah. Because now, and especially if you've given away something about where you were, like those fish are going to get crushed after that. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the balance. That's the you know the figuring out how you want to create content, how you want to put it out there. So, and even you know that I mean, we're, I don't think there's anything wrong with showing. I mean, a bunch of my videos, I look at it, I'm like, why would anybody? Why would even four people watch this like all you can see is like two feet of water in front of my feet because i'm so scared about showing any background 
Um, but people, I guess people still yeah. like it. People still like seeing the fish. You're really just seeing my hands and hearing my drag. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's it, I think that there's a there there's a fine line of like showing enough background in a video that the people that already know about that area are gonna know where you are, and then there's you know showing enough background that no one knows, and then showing enough background that like anyone can figure it out. So. Um, uh, you know, there you just got to kind of figure out. If I feel like it, you should just base it off the fish. Like if you feel like the fi- if the fish can handle that scenario, go for it. If they if you don't think the fish can handle it or the spot can handle it, maybe not. I don't know. Like, See, that's yeah. interesting to me though. What he said, what Judd said, that's interesting to me because I never had a bunch of followers on anything as far as like trying to watch me fish and like my YouTube channel is growing, but I never thought about. You said on our podcast the other day, you said social or you said spots and fish can't handle the amount of pressure that social media has the ability to put on it. Yeah. And I never thought of it that way. Like I, you guys have a bigger following than me. And I, I don't think it necessarily matters that much because you guys were talking about four or five extra boats. Right. A right. Spot can be too, too much for some fish, especially in the wintertime. Yeah. Especially like in the wintertime. Especially in the winter. And I just, I never thought about that like i thought about hey you know somebody could be fishing this spot see my video but i never thought about the fish being able to handle it until you actually brought that up so i'm glad you said that and it, it makes total sense to me i didn't mean to interrupt you no oh, oh yeah you know what i mean what were you saying Eric? i don't even know because lex just nailed that <laughs> lex nailed that point for sure i never thought about that until yeah. you guys were talking about it on the podcast and it made so much sense to me and my, my other favorite part, when you guys were talking about intellectual property, and you guys also already kind of hit on that, but it's not just my knowledge to give. You know, like other people also earn that knowledge. And I guess I'm just, like I never never thought about that. I mean, I, it crossed my mind. I'm like, ah, nobody cares. You know, nobody really cares. But people really care because I'm starting to get some negative comments on my YouTube now. You know, once you reach a certain, there's about, you know, for every hundred people, you're gonna get somebody who's gonna say something negative. Like you're gonna get a few people. I feel like the more people negative, the better the mark of success you're having. Truly, like the more negative comments you get. I mean, you, if you if you look at anybody's comments that has a hundred k followers, and you're gonna have like, I mean, two three percent, maybe more that are saying some really mean stuff on there. Yeah. And I think that's a negative to social media in general. You get a lot of. You get a lot of keyboard cowboys, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> is that your like, keyboard cowboy outfit you got on there? <laughs> I'll be on the I'll get on the computer like this when I want to talk junk to people. No, but you get you get a lot of people who will say some stuff and it can create enemies out there. Like for me, like if I see you and you're saying something to me that I really didn't like on my I messaged Eric earlier this week about a guy commenting on my YouTube and I'm like, Bro, I'm about to let him have it, bro, I'm about to let him have it and then he ended up not even saying anything. He wasn't even really saying anything bad, and he ended up complimenting me. So I was just being sensitive, you know. Yeah. I was just being overly sensitive and just, like, thinking that I was this big thing that I'm really not, you know what I mean? So it was just all, it's like an all-ego thing. But I was messaging Eric, and Eric was like, I don't know. He's like, I feel like he could kind of be being negative, and then we just let it play out, and the guy ended up being, like, super nice and I think it can create enemies out there just like it can in real life whenever you get somebody on your picture or something saying something you're like I don't really like that you know or somebody on your old lady's picture on Instagram and you're like I don't really like the way 
I don't really like how you type that, homie. You right, know what I mean? Right. I mean, it can create enemies, but it, it, for me, more it's created friends because, like, I have you guys. For sure. It, you know? For and sure. And a few other people, too, that are awesome. Fish. I, I literally have learned so much from Eric, Judd, from your podcast, and from Elias just fishing with Elias that I would have probably never fished with him if I didn't make videos either. So I've learned so much from you guys. Like, you guys have made me a hundred times better saltwater angler than i was starting off and like that's getting the 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 real lesson by fishing like fishing with eric and when he caught that amberjack i was like what are you doing how did you get that like what what's going on right now you know and he explaining to me i just i mean you can it like we were talking the other day you can get a positive and a negative there's a flip side to every coin you know right right it really is i think for some reason at the beginning of this this topic ever was reminded of I think we said on the podcast today. I'm just there were so many good. Go listen to the podcast we recorded. Uh, tell people real quick one thing about this: where they can find your podcast, what it's called, and then we'll also link it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Hunt for Greatness podcast, the number four Hunt for Greatness podcast, and it's Lex Hunt Fish on YouTube. And you can find all every all of my content will be underneath that. And then there's playlists that have like my fishing videos is Lex Hunt Fish, and my podcast is Hunt for Greatness podcast. And then I have different little comedy things on there as well. Heck yeah. Eric, share yours real quick too, just in case we lose people later on in the in the podcast. Yeah. That's a great time to share. Uh, Eric Williams Fishing on YouTube. Sweet. And uh, if, if you're on Instagram, it's E. Williams Realty. Heck yeah. Definitely check them out, you guys. But um, because I keep bringing up all these topics from the podcast we did last week, go check out that podcast because it, it had some great stuff in it. But uh, we were saying the one thing you don't want to say on a Facebook group is – Hey, I caught this fish. Does anyone know what it is? And post that because, man, I will not be mean to you, but a lot of people will be very mean to you if you yeah. post a picture of a fish that you don't know what it is. So, it's, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy that there's that many mean people that we're walking around every day that don't seem mean until they're on Facebook. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's keep cowboys. They're nice when they're out there in real life, but when they get home, they want to be. They got to be. Yeah, God. They got to be. Got to get it out. They got to get it out. So, what's uh, what are y'all looking forward to this upcoming season as far as fishing content? What do you, what kind of, is there a certain video y'all wanting to make? Certain fish you're wanting to catch? Any kind of big, maybe something you don't want to share yet, but any 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 kind of goals for for videos and whatnot for this next year, this 2022? You want to go first, Eric? So, tell them about your stone crab, man. <laughs> oh man, you. About- Bro, I can't even be telling secrets like that on this podcast, baby. Man, I've been pulling stone crabs up out of holes, dude. And it's and it is scary. You have got to have a sack on you, buddy, if you're gonna do this. Yeah, I, can't I mean do that. Bro, it's scary. I ain't gonna lie. Are you diving I, down and doing it? Nah, I I just go at low tide and I'll reach down in the hole and yank them up out of there, dude, and it's not smart. Not smart. <laughs> Very dumb. Have you gotten but, but my, Have you gotten lit up yet? I haven't gotten. About got lit up the other day because I just wear these gardening gloves, which that ain't doing. Nothing. You need to get you some of those chainmail like dive gloves. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. But then I don't think I'd be as scared, and I just being that scared just does something for me, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm God, I couldn't do it, man. That's crazy. I'm scared. I got a couple giants, dude, and it was scary for sure. So for sure. H- how are you? Where you don't have to say where the holes are, but. 
like what what are, That's all I'm gonna say, Judd. I'm not saying nothing else, Judd. All right. Okay. I'm just, okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not. Trust me. I'm not. I don't. I don't know if you're gonna convince many people to go shove their hand down in a hole and pull a stone crab out. But I'm just. Did you just? Did you see somebody doing this, or did you just see a hole one day and you're like, oh, what's in there, and shove your hand in there? taught me how to do it and he said it was cool if i shared it and i'm like that's a that's cool i don't know if i'm gonna share it yet like as far as a video i've got a video but what is the average low tide like i mean are you put can you pull 20 30 stone crabs up or are you finding two or three that many gotcha. i've got i went out the other day and pulled three of them out with the i took the whole family out and we were just kind of walking around low tide and i saw a couple of holes and i got i got one big one out of there and they were just my whole family was freaking out the little boys were freaking out Kim was freaking out. They were all freaking out. But uh, we we got dude. We that'll be a good video right there. We pulled about eighteen out of the other day, and we got about twelve claws. Yeah, because you because we only take one claw, and if they're already missing a claw, you don't take a claw. They, it takes them one year to regenerate their claw back. Okay. From what I was reading, um, so I mean, it's actually a cool, sustainable way to eat some really good delicious crab meat because you're not actually killing the animal if you detach their claw correctly you that's awesome yeah so it's cool it's scary it's cool it's it's kind of it's a fun thing to do you know so <laughs> i want to yeah, try it but i just i'm imagining how freaking ter- terrified i would be i don't have the kahunas for it i don't think the first couple ones i did i got it on tape and i'm freaking out screaming squealing like a pig dude i mean it was scary bro Golly. but my my this year dude and i don't know if i'm gonna actually accomplish it as far as on a video but i would love to at least jump a tarpon heck yeah and i would love to shoot a wahoo in the gulf stream with a spear gun yeah that would be sweet yeah so i caught a cobia this year on tape that was my goal this year is catch a cobia i would like to catch a triple tail jump a tarpon shoot a wahoo this year and all in the same day all in the same (laughs) day dude <laughs> that I feel like you got to be in the in the South Florida for that <laughs> to happen all on the same day. For sure, Eric. What about you, man? What's 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 the uh, the hopes and the goals for the channel this upcoming year? Uh, just keep doing what I'm doing. I just got the trolling motor. I know that's going to open up a lot of new fishing avenues for me. Heck yeah. And I want to I want to do my own podcast where I just interview cool people of Wilmington. Yeah. And um, just keep growing. You know the things that we love. Because we, you know, if we don't share it, then a lot of people don't have the same opportunity that we did. So, I'm with you on my, that, man. It's it, and we need a voice for for what we've got here. You know, we need to keep. I, I just want our kids to be able to do this when they're our age. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, guys, thank y'all so much for jumping on here. We're gonna have to do some more and uh, some more podcasts together. But this was this was a blast. It, it, you know, it could be a very controversial topic but i think we handled it pretty well i think we talked about it in a in a way that hopefully will enlighten some people and, and maybe you know instill a new way of thinking when it comes to what you're putting out there and 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 why you're putting it out there so absolutely yeah man thanks for having us on yeah for thanks, sure i'm a huge, hey i just want to say this i'm a huge fan of this podcast and this is like you know what I don't even care about them other goals. I done met my goal for the year. <laughs> oh, dude. Honest, you got to set your goals higher, man. You got to set your goals way higher. <laughs> I'm just stoked, dude. I love this podcast. You have great guests on. Like, this, this is just so cool for me to be able to come on here and be on this podcast with you guys. Like, I was so stoked all day about it. And I know I was texting y'all talking about how stoked I was. 
I was just stoked, and I come on here looking like a piece of daggone zebra chewing gum, you know, and, I, and I'm I'm enjoying myself. I had fun, man. It's, Dude, it's it fun. was fun. I, and 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 you reminded me that I want to have more fun on my podcast. I want to have yeah. a good time here. You know, it doesn't have to be learning. You don't have to hop on this podcast just to learn how to go catch more fish. We're gonna we're gonna have some fun. So. Yeah. I'm gonna have to have y'all on to do it because I've got I'm pretty boring I'm like an old dad bod boring dude now, but <laughs> oh well I'm gonna get off here before I embarrass myself anymore and uh, I will see y'all around. Thanks uh, thanks for checking out the podcast, you guys. Again, I'll have the, all their information linked below in the show notes, the description, whatever you want to call it, and uh, we'll see y'all next week. <laughs>